Hello everybody, my name is Ian. And I'm Alex. And welcome to Soup Blizzard, the show that is just as random as the name suggests. So, we've already done technically two podcasts before this one. We did the holidays one, which was a full length. and well, then that, Yeah, that was about half of an hour. Yeah, long. half an hour. And then we did our little five-minute tester one of work stories. Which, uh, little, little, what's the word I'm looking for? Backseat knowledge for you guys. I'm currently working on some animations for that one. Just a fun little mess around, see what happens. Uh, also, in today's news, I got a new microphone. Yeah, Alex uh, has a new microphone. We now have hot chocolate out, and we are recording this on camera to put on the YouTube channel for well, actual video purposes. We'll so you see. can check that out to we're see not, us. We're not promising that's ever going to see the light of day. That's true. That's true. So our topic for today is run-ins with the law, I think is what we were talking about. In- encounters with law enforcement. Yeah. That was, that was what we came up with in the car. Now, we want to get this started with saying we are not hardened criminals. That is not at all what we are. Yeah. <laughs> That's not at all what we're going for with this to convey that. But we have had encounters with law enforcement before. I mean, and everybody has. Yeah. Everybody has at one point or another a speeding ticket, uh, a trespassing, whatever. Ours just, for some reason, tend to Hard be weird, weird and, and entertaining and fun. At least to us, so we're going to share them with you guys. I'll start with a mild one, okay? My first run-in with law enforcement. So I was 16. I literally had my license for a week. You remember this, Alex, I'm sure. I think so. I was driving the, the, the crappy little P, uh, Isuzu Trooper. I almost said PT Cruiser. That's uh, what Alex drives. Isuzu Trooper, uh, 1998, happened to same exact car. Was both of our first cars. Yeah, it was, it was not the best of vehicles. But I, I was it. driving that, and... I was coming up to a stoplight, and I had my license, like I said, for one week. I was at the stoplight trying to turn left, and the this lane for me to turn left was it had a yellow light as I was already out in the intersection because this guy had cut me off, long story short. I turn on the yellow to get out of the road, and this lady coming the other way runs the red light that she has. I had the right-of-way. She runs the light and hits me going like 50 miles an hour. Like, plows into the back of this truck. Keep in mind, this is about, what, two years before it still becomes my car. Yeah. Huge dent and all. Every time someone got into my car, I was like, don't worry, I'm not a bad driver. I did not put this dent in it. But so, the uh, the dent, it put a huge dent in, messed up the axle, this, this lady plowed into the vehicle, and the cop shows up on the scene, because it was bad enough, we had to call the police, of course, and... He comes over, gets my story, gets her story, walks back over to me and says, well, uh, it's unfortunate, but someone's got to get a ticket and it just happens to be that that's you this time. And I'm like, okay, so I've not, I've not had a run in with the law before, but, uh, she hit me. She ran a red light and hit me. Why am I getting the ticket? And he said it was because I was breaking the plane of traffic. Now I understand I broke the plane of traffic. I turned and that ended up resulting in the accident but that that's not the way that should have gone and that kind of conveys the the tone that was set for the rest of my life so far with law enforcement run-ins with that one encounter well see for me um on on the topic of of cars law enforcement with patrol officers uh i speed a lot anybody who has ever ridden a car with me knows this i've done some some stupid speedings oftentimes that's what they all are um but there's one specific time that comes to mind first of all i do drive a pt cruiser if that's not been made clear before 
meaning because I drive a grandma car, I never get pulled over. Uh, but it was prom my senior year. And I was coming home from my date's house, and I was driving my mom's 2015? 2015. 2015 Impala, which is a fairly sporty-looking car. Um, so as I'm coming back, speed limit's 55. I'm not even paying attention to how fast I'm going. I'm just blurring Elvis, and uh, and it was pretty pretty fun. And that's Elvis is by far, you know, if you're going to speed to music, it, it better be Elvis, I oh, guess. I, I mean, the iron, ironic part is it was Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> um, I'm going, you're speeding along, thinking I'm going 60, 65 maybe, and I see lights behind me. I'm like, well, you know, shit, uh, this is not good, but oh well, it'll, it'll be it'll be a ticket and it won't be too big of a deal. Then I, I look down at my speedometer, and I am going 80 miles per hour. That's 25 over the speed limit, for those of you who are mathematically challenged. Uh, little tidbit of information. 25 miles over the speed limit is a misdemeanor. That's that's a felony charge. It's not a felony. It's a misdemeanor. Oh, it's a misdemeanor, a criminal Reckless charge. Reckless driving. Yeah. Um, on top of this, because it was my mother's car, and she had it in her purse, I did not have my proof of insurance. Um, so what happened was I had to go to court. <laughs> I, uh, I got a court summons, didn't even get a ticket at that point. I just, uh, got a big piece of paper that said, oh, BT dubs, you gotta be to court now. You gotta go to court. We're, we're, you, you come, uh, you committed a crime. This is bad. You gotta, yeah. you gotta come sit in front of a judge. So, um, I went to court, which by the way, just a side note. I cannot believe how long the delay is on that. I got my ticket in April, and my court date was in June. Like, I, I, I find that a little ridiculous. But anyway, um, I went to court, and uh, I, I, I took a class before that called Live at 25. Anybody who has gotten caught speeding who's a teenager knows what that class is. It's something that you have to take um, just to try to make you stop speeding. It worked for about three months. Um. But I, I took this class and then I go in and they gave me a plea bargain to take it, drop it down to a 19 over the speed limit, which was just a ticket, a, a pretty hefty fine. But not a, and some points not a misdemeanor. So not a misdemeanor. So I do not have a record from driving extremely fast. Um, but he, he had a problem with that. Now, what's yeah. funny, I don't know if you know this, but do you, do you know that I have a criminal record? Something comes up when they search for my name and criminal record stuff. Um, explain sort of so uh our dad works for the government in it kind of positions and when we lived in colorado he worked at the local county it office and he was testing out a system at the sheriff's office for pulling up people's criminal history doing the background checks right and so he wanted to know if there was any discrepancies in that so he puts his name in just so happens we have the same name, my dad and I. Uh, our middle names are different, but Ronald Sage is our first and last name. Is our name. So he puts in Ronald Sage, and something comes up. Now my dad doesn't have a criminal record, so he's really confused and thinking that the system's still buggy. But he goes and looks into it, and sees that the initials are Ronald I Sage. So he comes home and he's asking me why my name came up for a criminal record. He looked into it. And I don't actually have, like, it wasn't a criminal charge. Oh, I do remember this. But it was the warning. No, it wasn't. Right? No, that wouldn't even show up. I 
at the school that I went to, I witnessed a kid get shoved down some stairs and then his head was stomped on and pushed down towards the stairs and broke some teeth out. Wow. Yeah, this the kid that did this, the bully, he was he was an awful child. Like everybody at the school hated him, but yeah, I witnessed this. It was outside at one of those ag trailers, agriculture trailers. So it was the metal stairs. This guy got shoved down, a backpack thrown on top of him with the textbooks and such, and then his head stomped on. And then the the bully kid walked away. And I witnessed this, and that was harsh enough that they it, it counted as a criminal offense for the other kid. Like right. he had to go to. I, I don't it, know. If, it was probably it, it was an assault. I'm it, sure. it was an assault, definitely, and that he was close enough to eighteen that I think they pushed that to go on his pre- permanent record. Oh, I'm sure. So once you're past sixteen, the school officer pulled me out of class and I had me give a statement since I witnessed that. Right. So that's why I have my name that comes up on the background check because I have not committed a crime, but I was on a police report. Yeah, I um, funny story while we're talking on the reports police reports and such uh i dated this girl last year about two years ago now and um her dad was an ex-cop however he was ex-cop current parole officer and so when i started dating his daughter first thing he did was use his his resources to search my my name and uh find out if me or any in my family anyone in my family had committed felonies and uh, so one day she tells me this and uh, she's telling me what exactly what he said to her. And, and what he said was, no, you're all set. They follow the law pretty well. Well, except they really suck at going the speed limit, which is just the overall exact. Yeah, that's that's my family in a nutshell. We can't go the speed limit. I don't know about that. I've never gotten a speeding ticket. All right. Well, two my out mom four of has. us can't go the speed limit. My mom's gotten a speeding ticket. My dad's gotten a speeding ticket. My uh, brother's gotten a speeding right. ticket. Um. Yeah. So th- that's 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 interesting. Uh, I had something else that was on my mind, but it's it's gone now. So well, I'll, I'll talk about another one of my run-ins with the law enforcement. Uh. So I, I we play D and D, Dungeons and Dragons, and role playing games like that. You know, we're huge nerds. So uh, I had this group of friends in Colorado, and we loved playing D and D. And we would hang out late at night, drive around town until like one in the morning. You know, just hang out, having fun. And that's those were some of the best nights that I can remember. It was a ton of fun. But we ended up wanting to play D and D at the end of a lot of those nights, and we ha- didn't have a place to do it. We couldn't do it at my house because you know I still lived at my parents' house in Grand. I almost said the well, thing. Technically, technically, it doesn't matter. We don't live there anymore. Grand Junction, Colorado. Grand Junction, Colorado. <laughs> that uh, was our hometown. That's where we spent seventeen. Well, for me, eighteen years. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, parents' house in Grand Junction couldn't game there because they were asleep. It was midnight every night. We tried to do this. Couldn't uh, play at anyone else's house because it was the same thing. So we were like, yeah, we'll just go down to some parks or something, play D and D on those tables, and that was that was fine in our mind, except for the fact that for some stupid reason, parks close. I I still don't understand why parks it's public for the hobos. lands. It's 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 for the hobos. I don't I don't care if it's for the hobos. Hobos no, do whatever the hell they no, want. No 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 no. It's it's so that because parks are public, just like you said, it's so that if there is a Hobo causing, if there's a bum causing a problem on a park, like at a park past like 10 o'clock, the police have the legal power to make them leave. Well, 
So we would go hang out at these parks, and we would have police come and talk to us here and there. You know, the first couple times, the first time it happened, we didn't know the parks closed at all. So we had this police officer come over and say, hey, guys, you know you're trespassing, right? And we're like, what? I'm sorry, is this, I didn't realize this picnic table was reserved. (laughs) I had no idea. And then he explained that the parks closed, and we were like, we're so sorry. And he said, don't worry about it. Finish your game. I understand you're just having fun. You know, typically when teenagers are hanging out around a park at midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, they're not playing D&D and rolling dice. They're doing drugs and other stuff, he said. So he let us off with that one. So then we go to another park, and it wasn't a city park. It was a county park. And we had a cop come up to us and say, you know, you guys are trespassing, right? And it was a whole ordeal. We're like, oh, come on. We just got out of this. So then the third time we tried this, we went to a park and we walked all around the park and we looked everywhere for signs that would say if it closed or not. Because that's what they said. Every park that closes has a sign posted. And we walked the entirety of the park and did not find a single sign saying that the park closed at midnight or anything like that. So we're there gaming. And this cop pulls up in his car in the parking lot next to us. And he comes out, tells us we're trespassing, and we're like, you got to be kidding me. We, we didn't even see any signs. And he tells us, oh, no, we, uh, the signs are being replaced because somebody graffitied them. <laughs> we're like, oh, come on. We, like, we tried. Uh, no, um, I had an encounter. Same group of people, turns out, as, as the, the D&D friends over there. Uh, we were all in my, my car, which was at the time the 98, the Suzy Trooper. And uh, we were going to Taco Bell. <laughs> and I didn't even have my license yet. I had my learner's permit, but because everyone in the car was over eighteen, it was a legal gray area. It, we it was, it was a very gray area, but it was still a legal one. Um. So, oh, that was my chair. Uh, so we're going to Taco Bell, and one of my headlights is out, and uh, we also. Ian had a 1969 Chevrolet Impala. Which I couldn't bring up here to Washington, but I will be getting another. And then I had the 98 Trooper. And so whenever the Impala would be having problems or, you know, hoods up or for for whatever reason, he would use my car. Um, So that's a little backstory to this. But then I'm driving my car with all these people in it, very legal gray area, with one of my headlights out. Which, by the way, the cops almost, in our town loved giving yeah. hefty tickets for minor things like that. Well, and so we're almost to Taco Bell. And uh, this I, I pull up behind a cop at a stoplight. And my headlight's out. And we're like, oh, crap. And then start driving again. Cop gets over and starts slowing down. In the other lane. And, uh, yeah. And, and so I'm like, well, it's all right because you get a warning first. Normal procedure, you get a warning. And Ian turns to me and goes... You would, but I already got your warning two nights ago. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it, Ian. Well, and this, so, so this cop's slowing down to pull us over. Yeah, he's pulling, you can tell he's pulling us over. He's like slammed on his brakes so he can get behind us. Not not slammed, but he's getting behind us fast. He's about to pull me over. He's about to get behind me, still in the other lane. But my turn came up. The turn for Taco Bell the turn was for right Taco there. Bell. So I popped it into the left turn lane, turned into Taco Bell. He was still too far ahead to follow me. We decided we were going to park and eat inside Taco Bell. Well, the funny thing, though, is I remember the this, the cop, like, we were parallel. And yeah. JJ and I turned and looked out the window and made eye contact oh, yeah. with the cops. Well, and then this cop went back and forth. Oh, they on, gunned it. 
on. They, they blared down the road to the next intersection to flip a U-turn to try to yeah. catch us, but we had already parked and gotten out of the car. Yeah. And we they were, can't do we traffic were, stuff. We were inside Taco Bell. We we were just – we. it's not like we, we weren't running from them. We were just going to Taco Bell. We and then um, different. They, they were going back and forth trying to like waiting for us to leave or something. And uh, I made the best joke of my life. I turned to them all and I said, I guess you could say we were saved by the bell. <laughs> well, and the way we got out of that one is they, they were patrolling. Like they spent a good 40 minutes waiting for us to come out of the Taco Bell going back and forth and back and forth. It was ridiculous. Well, when we left, what we did was I Ian took the driver's seat and turned the brights off. So both lights were on, even though they were brights, they were still lights. Exactly. And then I took back roads all the way yeah. home. So um, that was a fun one. Uh, the, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I was a three car threat once with my friends. I like telling this story in Grand Junction. I had, uh, I told I mentioned JJ already. And then there was a friend Tucker and Tucker, this was during senior prom. Tucker was going to ask his girlfriend to prom, but the way he wanted to do it was he was going to get this big box of chalk and draw out on the road in front of her house, like all the way down the road to the main one prom with a question mark and seriously like 30 foot long letters it, it would have been an all-night project so he calls me and jj up and he says hey would you guys mind helping me with this i'll buy food i'll supply everything i just need help doing this could you help me out so we were like sure so we go down to his girlfriend's house at 2 30 in the morning so we know for a fact she's asleep and keep in mind this was finals were the next day like I might not have if I it was midterm something like that I don't know so we were like we we stopped our sleep for this we went out and we were drawing these letters and we had these giant metal like yard sticks to help us line things up and measure things out and we ha- we went through like four boxes of chalk it was it was actually a lot of fun it was a lot of work but it was a lot of fun but apparently what we didn't realize see I'm six foot three and JJ at the time was also six foot three and Tucker was short, but two very Tucker's, Tucker's very short, but two very tall guys walking around with giant metal sticks in their hands around a neighborhood at two thirty in the morning. Somebody saw us and called the cops. So we're we see some cops pull up, and we figured immediately someone called them on us and wanted to make sure we weren't doing vandalism or anything. Technically, it was considered vandalism, but we made sure to do it in chalk that would wash off the first rainfall what it, stuff like that. Right. So we see this cop car pull up, and a male and female cop get out of the car and walk over to us, and they say hello and ask us what we're doing. And then two more cop cars pull around the corner, down the road, park behind them at an angle that blocks the road so we can't get out. And they're talking to us, and it was just hilarious because we're like, we're two tall dudes and a short dude with chalk, and we were a three-car threat. They yeah. sent three cars to check on us, and that was that was just funny. Well, a uh, story that just popped in my head, I actually had totally forgotten about it. I was at one of my buddies' graduation. I was still a junior as he was a graduating senior, and uh, we were all out in the parking lot, and we had a beach ball. We were just messing around with the beach ball, throwing it up, and then these. Uh, we grew up in a small town. And so, uh, there were hardcore hicks who went to our, or went to our school. So one of the hicks came driving by Confederate flag flying in his truck and, uh, our beach ball just hit the ground and, um, went over towards his truck and he intentionally ran it over. 
this was war. <laughs> war. So war never changes. What we ended up doing was we got another beach ball. We actually got like seventeen more, uh, and we kept accidentally said with quotations hitting them into his truck they didn't do anything um you know i can't actually remember exactly what ended up causing this to happen but basically he he thought that we were like intentionally trying to vandalize his truck i don't think we even ever intentionally hit his truck you just hit them towards his truck just hit them yeah they bounced towards his truck a couple times um and we set off a confetti cannon small little confetti cannon and these guys called the cops on us they called the cops on us for the confetti cannon, saying that we were littering. So the cops come up, and uh, they're, well, first of all, it, it was at a, a, a football stadium, and so the stadium people come up, and they're like, so uh, we got a call about you guys, and we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, they said you were littering, throwing trash everywhere. This reminds me of a story I have to share. We're like, uh, well, we got beach balls and lit off a confetti cannon, that's it. They're like, oh, all right, that's that's fine, but, you know, is this all that's going on? We talked to them. They were cool guys, and uh, we thought this was it. We thought this was the end of it, and then they're like, all right, uh, we'll, we'll explain it to the cops when they show up. We're like, wait, what? The cops were, were on their way, so the cops show up sooner soon enough, and uh, the two guys go over there, and they talk to them, tell them what's going on, and then they come back over and uh, co- come come back over with the cops, and they were just like, yeah, so uh, you guys are all set, but try to clean this up if you can. So we did. We picked up all the confetti that we could, and then we stuffed it into our friend's air conditioning vents because he had a convertible. <laughs> so the next time he turned on his uh, AC, it just went everywhere. <laughs> that was pretty fun. All right, so the story that I was reminded of involves a rent-a-cop, a security guard, not an actual cop-cop, but uh, we were... JJ and one of our friends Dominic and I were down at a park again after it closed but this time intentionally not there to trespass per se but we wanted to check out what was going on at the park because they were doing a remodel so we just wanted to go and see what was happening with the remodel we didn't break into the fenced areas or anything like that we just wanted to see what was going on so we walk over there and we're checking it out and we see the security guard car very clearly marked security guard pull into the parking lot and we think he's just here to check on us and then he drives up onto the sidewalk and drives on the sidewalk all the way down to uh, to where we were and we were kind of confused at that so then he, he pulls up next to us rolls his window down and says hey you guys aren't trying to get into that fenced area are you and we're like well no no we're not of course not we're just looking and he says okay good and then he looks at me and JJ, who are 6'3", and Dominic at the time was like six foot as well. And he says, good, because, uh, and he leans back into his car, because that, be, that would be bad if you were. And we're like, well, yeah. And then Dominic picks a stick up off the ground, not trying to be threatening or anything, but just because he found it and he liked picking the stick up, I guess. So he picks a stick up and the cop sees the now three tall guys, one of which has a big stick in his hand. And he starts rolling his window up and he's like, I mean, I, I'm not going to do anything about it but i just want to let you guys know because if somebody saw you they could call the cops and i just i wanted to let you know and then jj and i just take a couple steps closer to the car again not trying to be intimidating or anything just 
so we can get closer to the guy and talk to him. So we take a couple steps closer, and he rolls his window all the way up except for about half an inch crack. He says, just because I'm not going to do anything. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm chill with you guys. You stay here as long as you want, but just if cops do come up, I wanted, I wanted to warn you ahead of time. You know, try to be, the, try to be that good guy for you. Okay, bye. Rolls his window up all the way and just guns it out of there. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in again. We got to wrap this up. But, yeah, thank you so much for watching slash, slash listening to Soup Blizzard. Leave us a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Tell us you're running with the law. Uh, if you are watching this or listening to this on anything at all, we have, make sure to check out the other options that we've got. We have this available on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, I think is what it was called. Stitcher. And we're and working on getting approved for Google Play Music. Also YouTube as well, and, obviously. So check us out, subscribe to us on all of those. And follow and us on Twitter. Again, <laughs> once again, thank you guys for, for clocking in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Blizzard.